0: Quarterback Nathan Rourke and the BC Lions are through to the second round of the CFL playoffs after downing the Calgary Stampeders 30-16 in the Western Division semifinal on Sunday. Uh, Making his first post-season appearance, Rourke threw for 321 yards, two touchdowns, and connecting on 22 of 30 attempts. Sunday's BC Lions game uh, promises well was one of the most well-attended home games uh, in a decade and really says a lot about where the team is at at this moment and where it could potentially go. Joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, the game on the weekend, but also BC Lions and CFL's future here in Vancouver is Jay Janar, Global BC Sports Anchor. Hi, Jay. Jazz, good evening, my friend, and
1: it was a special afternoon at BC Place yesterday to watch the Lions beat the Calgary Stampeders in the Western Semifinal, their first home playoff victory since 2016. And i got to tell you, Jazz, being in that building, it was electric, and everyone who was there, Jazz, was there to cheer on the BC Lions, and I was amazed at how many Lions jerseys were in the stands.
0: Uh, I was reading some of your uh, Twitter comments on Sunday. I mean, it... it, it what do you think caused this? Is it a question of the new owner? Is it just because um, it was a we haven't had a playoff game in a while? What, do you th- what, what has gotten us to this point this weekend?
1: Well, first and foremost, winning. I mean, we, we like to think that we're a sports town, Jazz, but we really, for the most part, <laughs> I, I like to believe that we're an event city. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what yesterday showed us was that you've got a football team with – arguably the best quarterback in, this, in the CFL. I know Zach Kolaris is, is is nominated for the most outstanding player award, but if Nathan Rourke didn't get hurt, he would have won the won, won the uh, award in a landslide. So we've got a winning football team for the first time in a long time, but I think you have to factor a lot of the line' success this season on new ownership and what Amar Doman has meant to this organization, what he will mean to the CFL moving forward, because... For their home opener, Jazz, and I talked to Amar about this yesterday when we had him on our noon show. Their home opener, they had 34,000 fans. But the majority of people who I think went to that game uh, went to see One Republic, and oh, there was a football game on the side. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, they had 30,000 people there who were there for one reason and one reason only, and that was to watch the Lions play a football game. And for, for what transpired from the beginning of the year to the end has a lot to do with what started at the top and has trickled its way all the way down to what we see on the field, and that's Amar Dolman.
0: What drives him? I mean, uh, I, when he first first bought the team, I thought, wow, that's a guy who must love football. What, what what drives him to wanting to buy the team, number one, and and what makes him think he can resuscitate interest in the CFL in such a major way in a city like this?
1: I think he, I think you know, he's, he's a father, he's a parent, uh, mm-hmm. he's a sports fan, and those of, uh, of your listeners right now and, and our viewers who are driving home right now listening to this, they're probably nodding along knowing what the power of sport means to their community, what it means to their family, what it means to their kids. And Amar Doman has the wherewithal, the financial wherewithal, to get this organization back on the, on the right path. And, and for, for, for this organization, it's grassroots, Jazz. I mean, you look what they did um, leading into the weekend. They said, you know what, we're going to get buses coming from the island for those of you who, who want to come watch the football game. Well, you had people in the interior saying, what about us? You forgot about us. So what do the lines do? They have buses coming in from the interior. We haven't seen that before. But I'll take it back to the summertime, Jazz. I was up mm-hmm. at Hollyburn covering the Autumn Brown Vancouver Open Tennis Tournament. Yeah. And I'm watching the players, but I'm watching ball boys that and ball girls who have Lions T-shirts on, Lions colored T-shirts. It's a totally different sporting event but it's getting brand awareness out there with the people who matter the most. And that's the youngsters.
0: Well, yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I, uh, I was talking to my son a while back and he's more interested in going to the, uh, he loves, loves football, but really interested in going to Lions games. And I've never heard that from him. And it's not just because of this year, but he loves the sport, but the fact that they're much more engaged in the community. And I think you raised a very good point uh, in regards to the, that transportation for uh, fans from Vancouver Island, the, uh, the interior, the Valley, that that's like the magic touch. You can pay for the, so for fans to come in from Kamloops and some of these other communities. That is so significant.
1: Well, when I was chatting with Amar yesterday, and, and I had mentioned just how impressed I was with, with them reaching out to all of our communities, and he said, Jay, we're not the Vancouver Lions, we're the BC Lions. And when you look at our province, be it on the island or you go all the way up to the north, we have sports fans throughout this province. And you know what, when they hear about the BC Lions, when they see the BC Lions doing well, they're watching it at home. They're talking about it at home. And, you know, now the Lions are a game away from playing for the Grey Cup. We haven't seen that happen in, in, in quite some time. There's excitement, Jazz, and you could feel that excitement inside BC Place. Like, it was electric. And the only thing that I was disappointed with was Mother Nature because if it wasn't for the snow that was falling across the lower mainland – I bet you could have probably had a walk-up crowd maybe of another 5,000 fans because the excitement level was there, and the street party outside jazz. You know, you have Sarah McLachlan singing the national anthem. You know, that's something that the Lions did. You know, you had Stephen Page, formerly the Bare Naked Ladies, doing a halftime show. That's another add-on that the Lions put in there for the total entertainment package. So they get it. But this, you know, this this is investment. You need investment to do that. And Mar Dolman is writing checks all season long, and will continue to do that to create that environment for sports fans.
0: Uh, talking about the CFL for a moment, what's the chance of an, an expansion team in Atlantic Canada?
1: Very good, jazz. Um, but here's my concern when we talk about expansion. And, and and I'll tell you, I was out in in the Maritimes this summer on a, on a golf trip, and and uh, you know, just to, just to hear them talking about the CFL is exciting, but I look at markets like Edmonton that no longer draws the crowds they used to, the Calgary Stampeders that no longer draw the crowds they used to, Saskatchewan still does well, Winnipeg does well, Toronto, you know, hosting the eastern uh, the eastern final. I'm curious to see how many bodies there were they were there because they couldn't draw flies all season long. Hamilton struggling, Ottawa um, is struggling, Montreal they've got an ownership uh, influx they don't know you know who's going to be taken over that team i don't know how healthy the cfl is on an overall brand to be expanding and you know as as excited i am for the people in the maritimes i still look at the big picture of the cfl and wonder how healthy would this league be without a tsn backing it Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not sure on that.
0: Yeah, it's it, it is still a challenge in, in a post-COVID environment uh, to see what the sort of the 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 support's going to be over the next couple mm-hmm. of years to sort of get a sense of at least the base of where it's at and 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 where it moves forward. But I got to tell you, this weekend the excitement, and the energy that uh, you could feel was just fabulous. So thanks so much, my friend. Jazz, really
1: appreciate it, and uh, we will see what the lines do Sunday. I was looking at the forecast. The high is going to be minus 7 on the weekend, the low minus 13, and they've got snow falling Wednesday, Thursday,
0: Friday, so it could be a wild one come Sunday. Uh, uh, That's the Winnipeg welcome. There you go. (laughs) All right, thanks. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jay. Take care, brother.
1: All right, let's do it again.